Welcome back to the Prefer Not to Say podcast. Mm, and we've got a special episode for you today. As we're recording, it is March 21st. When you hear this, it'll be March 24th, which is the year anniversary of Michigan going into lockdown. <laughs> and we present to you the Corona Bonus Epilogue. Yes. It's fantastic. It's been quite an interesting year, I would say. Um. Yeah, been a lot of ups and downs. I think... If I was to summarize the entire year in like one phrase, I'd say turned up to 11. Everything has been bonkers in one way or the other, you know? Yeah, it's in one way or another. It has been pretty crazy. Really just dialed up there. (sighs) But man. I still vividly remember the Sunday before we were recording episode 14. (laughs) And the first thing we talked about was this whole, you know, we had just learned, oh, what's this coronavirus business? Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's getting laid off and, you know, businesses were shutting down. It's oh, like, yeah. man, how crazy this is happening. We go to work the next day, work a shift, and at the end of the day, yeah, stay home, everybody. Yeah, don't don't come back for a few weeks. That was the wildest because I, like, I could swear up and down. I had people in my Discord letting me know, like, yeah, they're probably going to shut you guys down. I was like, nah. Ain't no way in hell. No, we're staying open. We're working. They don't give a fuck, you know? And sure enough. Yep. Within 24 hours, they're like, nope, don't come back. Yeah. I was only gone for four weeks, but that was a life-changing four weeks. Honestly, any amount of time away from from the workplace in that scenario, like, it, it really opens your eyes, you know? Start looking at the world different. I've never had that much time off from a job before. Right. Even in between jobs. Most I've ever had in between jobs is, I think, two weeks. Generally, yeah. Two weeks at the most, you know, where I've been like, all right, I'm going to put in my two weeks. All right, I'm going to take two weeks to treat myself nice, and then I'm going to go to the next workplace. And then you have me, who I put in my two weeks, but after the first week, I start that next job simultaneously Mm -hmm. and then ride them both out. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, it was definitely... It was a good thing Mm. because I was super motivated to work on a lot of stuff that I didn't have time for for working the day job. No, we started the Corona bonus thing, dropping a second episode every week. That was fun. You know, I was getting to work on new music and yeah, it was just all good. And then, you know, I got that really disappointing call the Friday (laughs) before the Monday that I went back. Like, hey, you're coming back. I was like, okay. That's what you get for being the best employee they got. (laughs) Hey, you're first on the list. Well, I mean, there's only two other people in my department. So, you know, they weren't going to not bring me back first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I felt like uh, the the coronacation really um, gave people a taste of what it's like to work for yourself. In insofar as to say that, like, if you had started something that generates an income for you, you don't really have to wake up and stress. You wake up and you're like, it's there. I got this. I'm not worried about it. And you're doing it from home. Yeah, right. And so I feel like that changed a lot of people's mindsets. I mean, we've seen a, a dramatic shift in in that many people are looking out there to uh, to, to create these revenue streams for themselves instead of seeking uh, employment. I think that's great. I think more people should essentially remove themselves from the labor force in that context, that that's everybody. It also exposed how companies really view their employees. Right. There's really no appreciation. <laughs> I mean, you know, all the places that didn't give raises or any hazard pay or anything like that. They're just like, Oh no, you're good to go. Come to work. Anyway, we still need you. Yep. Come to work, risk the exposure because your coworkers aren't going to be honest and say that they have COVID and stay home because we're not going to pay them to stay home. So they're going to lie because they need to make ends meet, you know? Or it's funny, all the landlords who were like, yeah, I know there's a pandemic, but you guys still need to pay rent. <laughs> Being a landlord is not a, not a job. All right. Unless you actually treat it like a job, which yeah. some don't. In in that case, it's like if you treat it like a job, then you you got shit you're doing all the fucking time. In which case, I would absolutely pay that rent, you know. But in a situation where they're just like sitting somewhere collecting money, you know, they pay someone else to go fix their problems occasionally. If they feel like it. If they feel like it. And then oftentimes only at the end of your lease when you leave so that they can spruce it up for the next person. Yeah, I like seeing stories of people saying their landlords were offering 80%. <clears throat> 
or if they needed to work out some sort of other deal they were willing to do it. I was like, yeah, see, that's a real landlord. Honestly. I've seen all the the landlords who were like, yeah, we'll just don't worry about it this month. We got it. You know, I saw that and I was like, damn, that's how I would do it. You know, they 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 prepared for this. Unlike the unprepared landlords, you know, everybody likes to say, save up a couple months worth of worth of your expenses. That includes your mortgages on your second and third property, buddy. Like, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I think it was a good. It was good and bad for some people's mental health. Mm. It was good so far as you're not dealing with work. If you were afforded to stay home or if you were afforded the opportunity to work from home, which a lot of people were. But it was also bad for the people who couldn't handle yeah. not being able to see anybody. On the a people regular who basis. are like absolute socialites. They need to be around other people. Which I get it. Our species is a social species. But yeah, there are definitely people on both ends of the extremes. Yeah, it's also crazy. The escalation of events. It almost felt like anytime you saw something that was like newsworthy, it was in a contest. You know, it was trying to one up the thing that came before it. You know, at first yeah. it's like, oh, couple people uh, that got off the planes in, a, in the States uh, are infected. It's spreading a little bit. You know, the next thing is like, it's, it's fucking everywhere. The next thing is mortality rates. The next thing is bombs are dropping everywhere. So what the fuck's going on? And then there's the conspiracy of, oh, these numbers are <laughs> fake and yeah. <laughs> all this other stuff. And the, oh, 5G caused coronavirus, even though mm-hmm. there's not like any towers around here. And it, it got more and more ludicrous. And then the tragedies that happened, you know, because all the black people senselessly murdered for no reason. Mm -hmm. Then all the protests and then (laughs) how we saw how they handled said protests. 2020 was a wild year. Yeah. And on top of election year, no less. Mm -hmm. That was the wildest part. Yeah. All the drama surrounding it is (laughs) don't 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 mail in your votes. Wait, no, please mail in your votes. Why am I not getting any mail in votes? It's rigged. Yeah, that that was weird because it's obvious that was his plan. That was the whole ploy. He wanted mm. to be, oh, don't do this. It's going to be fraud. How do I not have any mail in votes? Clearly, there's fraud going on. I think I think he was, I think they were just banking on being able to to shut down the mail in voting. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Still lost. <laughs> Even if the slightest chance there was legitimate fraud, that proves the system needs to change. Honestly. Keeping a status quo just means other people don't get to vote. It's like, wouldn't you want everybody to vote? I'm telling you. Smartphones. Everybody's got one. Just an app pops up like the like the presidential alerts. You can't close it until you vote. How about that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. That Instead way, of just giving one day to vote. Yeah. You could also, I mean, you could verify who, who's doing what or not necessarily who's doing what. I mean, they all got cameras on them. So you literally could verify who's doing what. But I mean, like for the people who own multiple phones, they're all under the same name. You know, they all got the same social security number tied to them type shit. Or at least I can't remember if you need to have your social security number when you're like setting up shit. at a I think most places do. I'm just going to assume that you do because I haven't since I was fucking 18. I've had the same line that long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been. We've never seen a year like this. Mm -mm. I'm just surprised the transparency of the system this year was amazing. There's no smoke and mirrors anymore. They're just flat out like, no, we don't care about the people. Honestly, this is how we operate. And then you got oh, okay. The, you got the you got the people showing that they do. You know the Dan Price types who are like who who have I feel like I want to say they have like their foot in the door on the on the shady side of it. Like insofar as that they're like up they're away from like the 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 lower class on a on a level that they're privy to certain bits of information. And he's just fucking funneling just it all out, exposing everybody. <laughs> he's like, oh hey, remember this place that laid off all these employees their ceo just got a hundred million dollar bonus <laughs> yo he is the man he's sharing all this stuff. he's like he's exposing everybody dan price is gonna get murdered i hate <laughs> to say it he is he's going to suicide at some point he's gonna suicide himself yep in, in quotation marks that's what's gonna happen he's gonna get epstein yeah, there was a company recently that announced that they're upping their wage to a minimum of 75000 He shared it and was like, hey, thanks for surpassing our wage. <laughs> it's like, why can't I see that energy out of every company in the world? <laughs> Honestly. So, no, no, I pay my employees more. That's the real competition. It's not a war for endless profits because, you know, 
finite resources and all that, but <laughs> also uh, just the numbers not adding up when he said, Oh, Hey, over 500 billion is what normal people paid in taxes. Over 500 billion is what the elite class didn't pay. Hmm. That seems like a co- interesting coincidence. It's literally like, we're all paying taxes for everybody except them, but it's, you know, it's just something that needs to be handled by a guillotine or two. Yeah, he's also explaining, yeah, you know, you're subsidizing these low wages because they if they paid more, we wouldn't need all these programs. So it's like whatever, whatever's balancing out to help people, the people are subsidizing that instead of the company who's just paying. Honestly, like if I had Dan Price, uh, Dan Price level pay, I wouldn't have a lot of the shit I don't have or I, I have now, you know, like certain like insurance programs or whatever, you know, I I just pay for it. I don't give a fuck. Fuck do I need insurance for? It's not saving me any money. I'm not that unhealthy, you know. Yeah, but if we had, you know, single payer healthcare, it wouldn't be a problem at all. Honestly. It's funny, the fight for the gig economy to have benefits, it's like, no, we shouldn't have benefits. We should just have a system to where we don't have to pay into it because, you know, we have a taxation system that could easily pay for it. Yeah, gig workers wouldn't have to worry about it. They just pay for the taxes at the end of the year. Boom, covered. He did say something, though, that made total sense. I'm like, oh, yeah, no one wants to push for the for a better system because if healthcare and stuff like that wasn't so tied to employment, mm-hmm. people would just leave the terrible jobs all the time. Like, yep. no, you know, I'm going to go somewhere that treats me better. What do I need this place for? I remember, like, when I was when I was a few years younger, Every place I was looking for, because I was I was looking for work when I was I want to say like twenty three, twenty four. Um, most of them were like, yeah, benefits after ninety days. And you know, one of the one of the big things I I I, I looked for was like, oh, we have benefits day one, and that's far more common now. And I'm like, I understand it, even though I didn't I didn't need them. I under I understand it that like why people were afraid to leave their other jobs. That's three whole months where anything could happen. You know, if if you got like dependents or a spouse you know, that has like a medical complication. That's 90 days. You got to worry about their safety. I understand why, why you'll deal with the bullshit at your job. That's such a twisted system. 90 days for benefits. Till you see that, Hey, benefits at day one, whew, leaving a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, on top of benefits, you have to probably pay a good chunk of, you know, honestly, I probably wouldn't mind if they just pass them all like, Oh, Hey, if you're an employee, you have to pay for everything. Cause it makes no sense just to pay part of it. Got to pay your premium, then your copay, then your deductible. It's like, what's the point of having insurance? I might as well just eat the cost of the you know five figures it's going to cost, whatever. Honestly, because I mean, you can pay that back in payments. I never understood the aversion to the uh, single payer concept. I mean, we basically have it right now because of the lack of understanding on the actual definitions of communism and socialism. That's socialism. Look, it's not. <laughs> Trust me, socialism doesn't really work well in this country with the way our economy is already set up. It doesn't. And I think the problem is also young people redefining what they think socialism is. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, can we just come up with another word? It's these aren't things. These terms aren't as malleable as you think. Well, let's just not use the words. You know, like instead of being like, oh, we have a socialist program, it's it just say the fucking program. You know, we have a single payer system. We have you know Medicare. We have whatever the hell. Unemployment benefits, you know, we don't need to say we have a socialist program that, you know, takes care of people when they're unemployed. It's unemployment benefits like, I don't know, which is so weird. It's they worked really hard up until they were laid off. They shouldn't get something for that. (laughs) For real. It reminds me, I was looking at my uh, my unemployment stuff because I was uh, getting ready to file my taxes. I know late as hell, but that was intentional. Um. (laughs) 79 weeks is is the maximum or no 72 72 weeks was the maximum time that i could have spent unemployed (laughs) (laughs) without even having to try looking for a job that's crazy Uh, oh man imagine if you didn't have to have your car to pay off Mm -hmm. during last year you'd you'd have been able to throw in for game stonk i'd be rich but it's, it's whatever you know I can't blame it on, on on decisions I made prior, you know. Hindsight's twenty twenty and all that. Can't see the future. If I did, I'd be a billionaire. I just wish I was able to stay off for that. <laughs> the things I would have been able to do, I would be rich right now. Seventy two weeks. Yeah, I didn't even use half of them. But and you didn't even apply for food stamps. Nope. 
You well, probably you probably could have gotten that. I, I could have, but like the fuck for. I don't need that. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you need it. It's hey, this, this yeah, system's right. in place. You're right. I should just <laughs> abuse the ever living fuck out of it. If if I'm being real, yeah. You know what? Yeah, my my mentality has shifted on it. If there is a system in place, abuse the ever living fuck out of it so we can prove that it's not working and we need something else. Because <laughs> if you think about the money you could have saved on food, <laughs> get, get food stamps, flip them bitches for cash. I don't care. Do something. <laughs> Bleed them tax dollars dry. Fuck it. Now on that note, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back for round two of the corona bonus epilogue featuring propaganda (laughs) (laughs) and conspiracies (laughs) Now, I think one of the best parts of 2020 is I think the people started to realize their own potential. Yeah. I, I, I like seeing the people, you know, essentially like, I don't want to say it like this, but like gang up on uh, certain employers or. All right. Well, there was a great timeline someone made on Twitter that was shared on Facebook that I had shared. Pandemic, day 25, I made bread. And I remember this vividly because everybody was talking about how they could make bread at home. Like, it was the biggest fat ever. It was like, I made bread. Really? Like, that <laughs> store doesn't have any. Here's how you can make some in your home. Thousand YouTube videos. And it was the it was the strangest way, too. <laughs> like, I was like, really? Like, is that, is that safe to eat? <laughs> and then day 95, I sure do miss my friends. And that was three months, you know? Three months is, you know, definitely something people aren't used to in regards to, you know, not seeing people. Day 310. The White House appears to be under the control of a shirtless man in a Viking helmet. <laughs> the worst event to be memed in the world. The Capitol was stormed. Mm-hmm. Come on. I should not be laughing about it, but I'm going to. It's. They were let in. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. There were what? Three of the officers there who were trying to handle it. And that was it. Everyone else is like. Yeah, fam, go right in. Taking selfies with everybody. Mm-hmm. There was somebody who stole a laptop and was going to sell it to Russia. They got detained and then released into the custody of their mom. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Talking about coded and privilege. And then day 330, my personal favorite, Reddit's coordinated attack on Wall Street is going as planned. This will never not go down in history is one of the most amazing things to happen in the finance world. Mm-hmm. I just wish I could have been a part of it. Yeah, it hurts. It, it hurts. Consider- you saw it every single step of the I way. Saw, I saw it every <laughs> single step and each time against my better judgment. I was like, nope, this is just a bunch of fucking idiots on the internet. There's no way. And I doubted them. Well, now I learned. You never <laughs> doubt stupid. <laughs> yeah. You can always, always have faith in a gang of idiots senselessly doing dumb shit. Yeah. You know, no one saw it coming except for them. Except for this one guy. Deep fucking value. But no, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Every time that I that I saw it spike after I was just like, nah, no way. I'm not buying it. It's got nowhere to go but sideways or down from here. This is, this is already ridiculously overvalued, you know. And then it just goes up again. This is what I get for using. This is what I get for using logic in a in a, in a, in a sane mind. I, I approached it like like I was serious about it. You know, I was like, GameStop spiked to like thirty six. Yeah, no fucking way. It was five dollars at the beginning of the year. Uh uh-uh. uh. This is this is this is about to this is about to pop. I'm not about to get hit like the housing market did way back. You know. And lo and behold, it like one hundred and twenty. And I was like, God damn, the hedge funds got house marketed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I saw it around there and I was like, there's no fucking way it all. It's 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 literally impossible for it to go any higher. And then fucking read it. Huh. I'm always upset when I see there's a Twitter account dedicated to. If you put the stimulus into GameStop the first time around, uh-huh. this is how much it would be. And it was like 60 something thousand dollars if you invested in. Uh, I think it was. I don't know if it was GameStop. I think it might have been GameStop, but I was just like, there are also ones that said, oh, if you invested it in Bitcoin, and I'm just like, 
I should have just been throwing every single dime I had when I was off. Just, you know, crypto stocks. Let's get it. But these are the things that we can't think about because we're too busy with other shit. This is what happens when you're forced to slave away at a corporation that doesn't care for you. You can't invest your money when you got to use it all just to survive. Then another one was the influx of OnlyFans creators. That was, that was a market shift for real. It's always sh- it's always short term from 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 what I understand though. You know, like somebody makes it and they're like, ah, yes, I have an OnlyFans now, and then they start getting, uh, they start you know like uh, stretching it across their social network to their friends and stuff, and the people who always like DM them for nudes and shit, like yeah. I got OnlyFans. Hit me up there. Blah blah blah. They get a couple hundred like, uh, I think it's called likes on on there because it's not like followers or whatever. But anyways, they hit about that mark, and then they're they're like, yeah, I'm in the top three percent of OnlyFans earners or whatever. And then you start looking into the numbers, and it's like not even it's like half of the one percent of OnlyFans uh uh content creators make enough to like make it their job and literally there's a there's just a enormous uh disparity between them and all of the rest of OnlyFans. It's like they they did all this to make like a hundred bucks. Well it's all the people who don't understand what goes into content creation. And that's what a lot of because I've come across a lot of people who who've been doing things like that. And the one thing they said is, you know, you can't just do it for a quick cash grab. You have to build an audience. It turns into a business. You can't build an audience when there's no content out there. So that's that's why trailers exist. You know, Where, where's my OnlyFans previews? Come on now. <laughs> well, I think the problem is because my understanding is, unless you set up a free account, you have to pay for an account. But then people have you, you can pay for extra content. But what's the what what's the other content you're offering that isn't? the extra paywall. That's why as I come across a lot of cosplayers who have a free only fans and then they have pay per view content. If as, as an extra, that's if people want to support and people support them and they're not even getting fully nude. So anyways, not the only fans. What about like the music industry? Since everybody's been at home and since Ableton was like, yo, you can have our, 10 live suite for like basically a year for free was what has anybody been making waves as new producers have been appearing out of the woodworks or no, it's already, there's already too many of them on the internet anyway. I'm sure it got a lot of people into it. And I think it was mostly the people who could take advantage of it. I, I no, I shouldn't say that. I should rephrase this. That was cool for anybody who hadn't upgraded it yet. They got to try it out before they shelled out the money. I ended up buying it. Because I was like, you know what? I should get it anyway. But there was a shift in a lot of them going to Twitch. Because that was kind of happening before this. But after it went into full effect, that was a way for people to connect to their fans and kind of do performing. You know, a lot of people had to cancel gigs. So they thought, oh, I'll just stream on Twitch. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You know, everybody who uh, is like a like a one man uh, setup, you know. I'm sure you could get you you could work a like a like a Twitch stream in a garage with a band or something like that. Yeah, I don't know about like as on like full groups, but I know like a lot of like producers and stuff have been using it. I mean, there's a lot of famous people who've been doing it. Yeah, it's you know, and a lot of people have really cool schedules. They'll one day it'll be oh well, I make beats on this day, or I do a feedback show on this time. I'll listen to your music, or you know, there'll be. Twitch streamers who collab with their followers. Yeah, it's just the streaming game is really upped as far as music has gone. Especially there is because it started, I think, what was it? Producers Timberland and Swiss Beats. They started this thing versus and it was putting artists against each other, kind of like a competition. They go round for round like of their hits and that actually one they yielded a lot of really good pairings and they, they it got to the point where they were getting like a legends i think the next one that's coming out the one on saturday i didn't watch all that caught a little bit it was um raekwon and ghost from wu-tang they paired them up that was a pretty good one um i think this next one i can't remember what it is i don't remember what it was it's earth wind and fire 
and I forgot who else, but some other legendary group. And I'm just like, how, how are we doing this? And they've had like other legends. And the best thing about it was after everybody, like when, whenever theirs were, uh, came out, they see this intense spike in listeners and their streaming numbers are just like off the charts because it's, you know, if you see something like that, you think, oh yeah, I like their music. And then everybody just sort of, or people who don't know their music, they just, everybody's like, oh yeah, let's go listen to them. And you just get like millions of streams. You know, people who have been in the industry for years, but who aren't as commercially relevant anymore, they're getting like massive plays again, just because they're like put back in the forefront. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just, you know, creators have always been able to occupy the space in the internet and it's just, they have more time for it now. I mean, if they're still locked down. I mean, there's a lot of people who, you know, had to go back to work like myself. And then was it Bandcamp started doing Bandcamp Fridays where they were waiving their fees to let everything go back to the artists, except for, I think, PayPal fees. They have no control over that because it's linked to it's linked to PayPal. What for, if everybody on Bandcamp exclusively buys things on Fridays now? People still do. It's not every Friday. Oh, OK. Like it, it happened like there's only like four. There's two that have happened over this year. And I think there's only like another two or three, four or two or three or four or something like that. No, I think it's like two or three. That's what I'm saying, though. What is what if everyone just, you know, oh, man, I want to buy all this music or whatever. And you just pull it and then buy it on Bandcamp Friday. That's what some people are doing. I mean, there's some people who buy it regularly anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's people who do that. And there's a more of an effort. Everybody's specifically buying on those Fridays to support other artists. It's also giving a lot of people opportunity to take up things that they normally wouldn't having their job life. Yeah, it was, it was freeing. Definitely. It did uh, open up the mindset so you can think of uh, other opportunities outside of being a uh, wage slave. Yeah. I just hope everybody like, yeah, I'm not going to say everybody need to go and become an entrepreneur overnight during the pandemic, but I I just hope everybody at least thought about it. Or at least starts to question Mm -hmm the value that is placed on them by society in the workforce. Like I had, I I saw too many people return to work and be like, Oh, I'm just thankful for a job. Why? Why, why is that your bar? That's such the bare minimum, you know? Oh, I have a job. I mean, you could have created one for yourself, you know, it's that conditioning though. It's that do as you're told or you, you should be happy. You have a job. Be thankful. We employ you. Says the company that wouldn't operate if their workers didn't come to work. Be thankful you have employees. Honestly, be thankful that you have employees. Be thankful that you have customers. Because all it all it would really take is for people to stop being materialistic for a year, and most economies would fucking crash. Think I've, about it. If if, yeah. if if everybody in the country was just like everybody in the world was just like, you know what? Only things that I need are fucking food and shelter. Fuck everything else. <laughs> I, I see businesses going bankrupt left and right. You know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was, sure. it was interesting the impact this had on the environment because mm-hmm. you know everybody indoors, the less pollution. What was it? The fucking the canals cleared up over in uh, come on, brain, get there. It's like Italy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There were like, a lot. Of, there were a lot they, of like waterways all the fucking way up, and you could see like dolphins and shit. It was like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude, humans are bad for the environment. <laughs> Like insanely bad. I want to know what they were doing that made the made the canals that fucking dirty. Fuck. I think it's just overall existence. Yeah, but like, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's like a like a uh, an actual reason. But and, well, you got to think we wouldn't have this much of an impact if it wasn't the constant twenty four seven hustle and bustle of every industry trying to operate mm-hmm. for the sake of productivity and profit. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if we spent less time driving to work, less pollution, or just less time at work in general. Was it the this, this smog completely cleared out over China or whatever during the pandemic? During the Something shutdown? like that. Yeah. Or at least got several shades clearer. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to say that the stimulus was almost ironic because it was all, we got to stimulate the economy. One, most people just pay their bills and credit card debt <laughs> or other debts. But also, you want to stimulate the economy? Companies just should pay more. Yeah. If you pay people more, they spend more money. Honestly. We got to stimulate the economy. It was actually code for them saying, we got to create this money and, and use it at the taxpayer's expense and put it in the hands of my buddy who owns all these fucking banks. <laughs> you know? 
That's really all it was. Oh man, people are using it to pay down their credit card debt. Yeah, I'm funneling money from the from the taxpayer straight into my homie Fred's bank account. Or the excuse for not doing student debt relief. You know, Biden doesn't want to give a pass to the people who went to, you know, the really nice schools. <laughs> and then it's like they're not the ones dealing with the debt. Mommy and daddy paid for their tuition. Honestly. If that's a problem, those schools shouldn't exist because there's unless you're going to what, like MIT, are these Ivy League schools providing any more opportunity other than rich boy connections? Honestly, all these rich dudes, it's mostly rich white dudes who benefit from that. They get the connections. They have the fancy degree and it's all in the name. Mm-hmm. They can walk. It's like there's somewhere. a culture surrounded by it. It's, it's, it's just gatekeeping. It's, it's, it's all it is. It's just gatekeeping. Do they learn something? Yeah, sure, probably. You know, I mean, it is a school after all, but at the end of the day, I'm sure a fat donation from somebody would make someone breeze right through without actually having to do anything. But, you know, money corrupts. Money does corrupt. Now, on that note, we're going to take another quick break, and then we'll be right back for the final installment of this episode. And we're back for the final part of the Corona Bonus epilogue. Hopefully the last Corona Bonus episode you ever hear from us. Unlikely. Honestly, I think this should be. Realistically, it's been a year. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think of it, I think in a little while, I'm probably just going to take the rest of it off because it's like, do we really need to revisit 2020 no. anymore? <laughs> I mean, I plan on archiving, start mm-hmm. archiving the, ser- the previous episodes anyway, but this one especially, like, 2020 was awful. <laughs> We're going to make a time capsule out of it. Would you like to go back to 2020 and hear all the bullshit? <laughs> oh, man. It's definitely. Why don't we have Corona bonus shirts? Why did we not do this the entire time? I don't know. I think we don't sell enough. Yeah. I feel like that would have caught on. Yeah. Corona I don't know. bonus pandemic ass on a shirt. People be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was one of the things we did during the pandemic. Launch merch. Yeah. I'm going to have Eric make me one and I'm just going to wear it around and see if people ask questions. Just Corona bonus pandemic cast with like, I don't know, the a viral version of our logo. I was just disappointed we couldn't do any of the stuff we wanted to do regarding the merch. Because, mm. you know, we tried to make some fun plans like, oh, yeah, we'll start, you know, going to like lavish meets and try to promote the pod and be like a guest there. And, you know, we wanted to try to do live stuff, too, and, you know, interact with people and then it was like, you can't go anywhere. Such bullshit. You know, I think uh, actually going back to the college thing, it's wild. The at home schooling that was happening across all grades. That was kind of wild. The thing that blew my mind was every college kid should have said no and not gone for zoom university. You're paying full price to sit at home on a zoom chat. Yeah. I never understood that. That should have been like a gig- I, I, you should have gotten like reimbursed for your tuition fees. Like, like there's a reason the 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 prior to the pandemic, the, the online tuition programs were miles cheaper. No, they weren't. They are actually some of them were more expensive. Oh, well, everyone for that convenience. I, everyone that I found was way cheaper. Really? But I mean, there, there were there, like, are, there are some places that were actually were smaller schools. Oh, that must have been. There were places that were. There were some people saying that they were more expensive for the. They had a convenience fee basically. Oh well, that's that's at like that's at like those universities where they have in school versus uh, where they offer both, right? I'm trying to think. Like if GVSU offered, both, oh right? yeah, it, I'm talking about like online only. Oh like no, I'm, I'm referring only. to places that yeah, where you have the option. Oh, yeah. if you had the on, if it was just an online program, that's what I'm saying, which isn't offered by a lot of places, right? And a lot of people don't consider a lot of those degrees legitimate anyway because right. it's online. But yeah, yeah, that that stuff can be cheaper if you have certain programs, but. I mean, for going to school during a pandemic, you're being charged full. That's what I'm saying. Though, <laughs> like, you, like, you can't literally go there. It's illegal to <laughs> gather on this campus and you're charging full, but people are still paying it. I don't. I've I don't been know. like, no, I'm not going. Well they, well, they didn't really have a choice at that point. I feel like if, if they were like, oh, man, I'm in the middle of getting my education, getting my degree. And then the pandemic happens. They're like, 
well, I'm not going to fucking stop and restart. You know, I'm sure that was their mentality. So they were just like, well, what, what it is, it is what it is. And well, I think on, I understood if it was, if you were in the middle mm-hmm. of your year, I'm talking to people like the like, school hadn't started back up yet. Like after, like the term ended and oh. it was the next year. I would have been like, nah, I'm not or going like again. Students. Yeah. Mm. Okay, no, yeah. no, that, that shouldn't be the start of your college experiences. You're forced to pay full price in a pandemic to sit at home. What if your what if your internet connection isn't good? <laughs> You're fucked. I don't know what to tell you. Because <laughs> I know I know uh, parents of younger kids struggle with that sometimes. Where you know if you didn't have a good internet connection, you know what this means. This means everybody who told their parents and their parents said, "Oh, we need better internet." And the parents are like, "No, this internet's fine." You were fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> DSL is not enough, and it never has been. I like our internet. The fiber optic. Yeah. Nice connection. Strong. It's never bogged down by anything. That's what I do like. So you could be streaming on 13 different fucking devices in here and same speed everywhere. It's ridiculous. I still don't understand the aversion to masks. Where people just completely lose it over it. Yeah. It's like who why wouldn't you want to wear a mask? Honestly, at this point, I at this point, I kind of don't want to not wear a mask. You know, once once this is all done and over with, I might still wear one just as a fashion statement. Shit, shit looks. I've every time I'm wearing a hoodie and I put the hood up and I'm wearing a mask, I feel like motherfucking scorpion scorpion from <laughs> Mortal Kombat. I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can be very fashionable if worn correctly. Oh man. I don't know. The nice cloth ones, yeah. Might just have to keep that around. Also, it's funny because it's almost better for you to wear a mask, especially if you're around sick people. You know, people often wonder why in Asian countries, this is just a standard practice. Mm-hmm. I was working at Gentex one time, a long time ago. And I had a coworker come in uh, with a with a mask. And I was like, what, what's, what's going on? You, you all right? You got some, some serious shit going on? And he's like, no, no, I just got the cold. And I was like. I'm like I couldn't understand it. Like I, I was, that was too American to understand You're so that concept. American that you it was don't so understand. ingrained in me that I was like, I don't <laughs> a cold, and you're keeping it to yourself. What? <laughs> you have you're being courteous to everyone else and not getting them sick. What do you mean? I think I think I hate I I almost hate to say it like this because it sounds kind of racist, but the I feel like the Asian community is the only commu- community that takes like illnesses seriously. You know, everybody else is like, nah, I'm fine. I got it. And they just go to work anyways. They'll come in masked up wearing gloves. I will say one thing that I've hated during this whole thing is the whole do your own research. <sighs> Unless your own research is you finding a <laughs> an actual researcher's published works. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you Googling something isn't research, dude. Doing your own research and coming to your own conclusions doesn't mean ignoring facts. It's like people sharing anti-vax materials and saying, here, you should watch this to do your own research and decide for yourself. That's not really how that works. That's not how any of that works. It's just mind-boggling the whole, you know, everybody should do their own research or we can isolate certain bits of information. I don't understand why people don't share their sources either. Yeah. Do your own research. Share things. Like, it, let me know this information. We're supposed to help each other. They're afraid to say that they read an article on BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I love the other people on the other side of the spectrum, though, who who don't like say do your own research and they they don't respond to being asked to cite their sources. They'll just say it in the in the comment. You know, they'll be like, actually, according to this study by this guy in this year at this university. You know, you're wrong because you're fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> In so many words. Or just the false things everybody believed about it. Like, as I said, the whole 5G causing coronavirus. Why do people believe in those things? 5G causing coronavirus. Absolutely not. But if if we were suffering on a large scale from some sort of radiation-based ailment, then you could maybe have a case for it. 
But like, even though that type of radiation right. doesn't actually do anything, right. to you. that's what I'm saying. It, you, they'd have to aim every 5G fucking uh, device on Earth at you simultaneously, and then you'd be like, "Ah, I have a nauseous stomach." <laughs> uh, you might get superpowers. You might. You it's, might wake it, up. It's I'm the whole, 5G man. It's the whole Wi-Fi causes cancer crowd that's bur- you know burgeoning again. I am also appalled at this whole terrorism that's just being excused as something else when it's committed by white people. Yeah. Like the recent shooting at the massage parlor. Mm-hmm. They said he just had a very bad day. They're also trying to blame it on like his claims of sex addiction. No, you have an unhealthy like fetishization of Asian women and you made a target out of that. Yeah. So uh, someone explained it to me like this. They said this person uh, f- fetishized having power over a group of people and that's that's where his like his 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 fetish came from you know dominating a group of people who happen to be you know asian women and and that's where it all stems from Uh, that's how it was explained to me and i was like that makes a lot of sense apparently a witness said that he said he was planning he wants to kill all asians or he will kill all asians and none of the news outlets like I think it's supposed to be the American ones because mm-hmm. I think this was this wasn't an American publication, but everywhere else did not interview anybody, and they're just taking the word of this person and the police officers who are handling the case. Ah, makes sense because we can't trust the people who were there and saw it. Did you know that he bought the gun the same day? <laughs> what the fuck? why why can we why can we do that why can we buy a gun and have it like like it's a fucking supermarket like hold on let me just walk into a mire real quick yeah let me get let me get that glock yeah i heard it's on sale clearance right 50 percent off no problem it's just mind-blowing it's everyone's like oh there there's no proof that this was a racist thing i'm sorry someone was like he passed a bunch of strip clubs to go to this massage parlor and he's blaming this on a bad day and sex addiction. He's like, out of all the other massage parlors he could have hit up along the way, he picked this specific <laughs> not, one. Not to mention the strip clubs. If, he, if this is, if the source of this is sex addiction, he definitely would have went to one of them and shot up all the dancers. Like the fuck? I didn't look further into it, but I'm pretty sure someone mentioned he was a pastor's son. Oh, that makes sense fighting demons and decided to eliminate said demons, even though it was just in the form of murdering innocent people. Ah, the demons, they're they're Oh, dude, the the most wild thing was this company, I think they're called 88 Rising. I think it's, I think they're a record label or something like that, but they have a primary Asian like artist base. They posted a yellow square. I'm unfamiliar with the significance of the yellow square. It was, no, it was like the black square during BLM. They put, oh! a, they put a yellow square and everybody's like, what is oh, this? And they took okay. it down. They're like, sorry, this didn't really mean what you thought it meant. And we're like, uh-uh, no, 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 you can't take this back now. <laughs> like, everyone's like, they really put up a yellow square. Like, I better not see anybody else doing this right now. <laughs> so you saw how it went last time. Don't do this. I think New York Times also posted um, <laughs> what African-Americans can do during this time or something like that. And everyone's like, is everyone just morons right now? You're not handling this the right way. Like, what, is, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's wild out here in these streets. Just 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 when you think, you know, you, you got out of 2020. Somebody goes and shoots up a fucking massage parlor. Well. I'm 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 flabbergasted. I don't know what to say to that other than at what point are we going to, you know, actually punish the people who do these things? You know, I'm sure this guy's just going to spend some time in prison. Uh, how about death row? You know, like, and if you don't have he it in might that spend state, some time in prison, might spend some time in prison. We'll probably most likely spend it in a, in a psychiatric ward and then get out for good behavior. And instead, we should just be like, well, you killed people. Your life is forfeit. You know, I, people, people like to say that uh the death penalty is too much you know and i understand you know in a lot of cases but when when there's like an um, an insurmountable amount of proof that the person did it like there's no question that this person walked in there and shot up a bunch of people there's 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 no question in anybody's mind that happened we're only arguing over why it happened at that point it's like why are we arguing over why it happened solve the problem at its root plus death row That takes years to go through anyway, which most people don't realize. I know. Because they literally have to comb through the entire 
Yep. Every avenue. Yep. And also it's like, you know, because there's a lot of people wrongfully convicted. Right. Cer- certain individuals who are targets for saying. this kind of oppression. And they're like, we need a scapegoat. Like, right. like I, I'm, I'm the, like, you know, I'll hear like, <clears throat> see, hear about documentaries, something that detail like, yeah, um, they just needed somebody, which is something really, really interesting where police like we, we need, we need, we need someone to blame. Pick that guy. We'll figure out how he did it. That's that's what I'm saying though. It's like only in extreme situations where there's absolutely no doubt in anybody's mind that the person did it. Like even the person who did it is like, yeah, I did that, but I'm crazy. It's like you know, like in this in this specific scenario, I would say death row in an instant. I would I would expedite his 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 you know duration on death row. I'd be like, well, we know he did it. Don't really care why. Execute him tomorrow. I think it's a little problem with like judges. Yeah. <laughs> judges are a really interesting. That's a really interesting position where it's like they can just make decisions based on how they feel. Mm-hmm. I decided that you don't need the as severe punishment as you really need. For whatever reason I have. <laughs> You're my cousin's nephew. You're free. <laughs> ah, it's just boys being boys. Oh, my that God. Shit. Oh, he just needed to talk to somebody. He's unstable. Also, we'll bring up we'll bring up mental health in defense of you know uh, racist murders, but we won't bring it up in any other other conversation. He just needed help. Well, what about everybody else on Earth who also needs help? Why, why don't we have a program in place? You know, like a <clears throat> single payer system that uh, takes care of everybody's mental health. Apparently, there are places who have replaced police officers with mental health experts and they send them to crime scenes. I read about that. Yeah. And they handled no like 700 situations. Yeah, no yeah. arrests were made. Everything happened peacefully. There were no casualties, man. If you don't send police, there's no problems. Honestly, if I was like freaking out and was like committing a crime or something and somebody showed up without a gun, like if somebody shows up with a gun, I'm, 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 I'm freaking out. There's no way in hell I'm going to stay calm. He has a fucking gun. He can end my life at any point, you know. But if somebody shows up and they're like, hey, we just want to talk. I'm like, so then talk. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's like, why? I I find it weird we don't have requirements of having expertise in non-lethal means. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I expect we should have the expectation of anybody in law enforcement be an expert in martial arts. The bar is extremely low. I'll say It's like, what do you need a gun for? Unless they have an actual weapon. I'll put it like this. If I can be a cop, bar's too low. <laughs> bar's way too low. I don't know. I'm just... Uh, a year long in the pandemic. Well, a little over a year because some people started earlier than us. And it's been known about since like December or whatever. I guess we'll see how it goes. Will it ever end? Or will it just get normalized? Or, just, or will we get to a point where, you know, people aren't susceptible to die from it? Yeah. Because the multiple strains, you know, you know, it'll probably weaken at some point. Mm, people are getting vaccinated. Yeah, people are getting vaccinated. Not fast enough, but they're getting vaccinated. It is what it is. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just riding out, just trying to grind and, and you know. Do things that are better for my life. Grind and shine. Yeah. I still can't believe you had that much unemployment you could have taken. Yeah. I, Over I'm, I'm a glad year. I didn't. I'm glad I didn't, though. <laughs> that shit would have drove me crazy. I was, uh, I was like towards the end of my sanity when I was like, no, I'm going back to work. <laughs> I was like, if I have a few more weeks of this, I'm going to lose it. Oh, man. It's like, oh. I just, the time, like the, the stuff I could have done with that time. It always happens like that, though. It's like all the time and the money are, are almost placed in like the wrong timing or situation for a certain individual. Yep. Like this, this would have been fantastic a few years ago. I mean, when it happened to me this time, it's just like, I mean, I, I'm paying off debt, you know, I'm not struggling, but it's not really like it could have been such a boon if it happened at the right time. Like if you didn't have your vehicle to pay off. The stuff you could have done with that money. It is what it is, though. I guess we can call it there. And I guess this closes the chapter of the Corona bonus. 
if you want to call it a chapter, I'd say it a, it's, a it's, fucking, an era. it's a full novel at this point. <laughs> it's an era. <laughs> you know, we brought it back a couple times. We did the reprise. We did the holiday special. Now we're doing, you know, this is the end of it. I think it's, you know, it's almost not even worth talking about anymore. Yeah. This is what society is now. Yep. This, this is life. I'm going to still wear a mask. I'm going to still stay indoors. And this is just an, this is this is a this is a societal shift that benefits introverts. If this is just the status quo now, then oh, I, I forgot to talk I, about how I got COVID. <laughs> I <forgot laughs> that. By the way, I got COVID uh, late last year. That was fun. It wasn't bad for me. I just ended up having to be three weeks. I happened to have three weeks off of work because I got I took a test that was invalid, so I had to take it again, and then that was positive, so I had to stay home for ten days. Don't get it. It's not fun. I mean, it wasn't bad for me, but it just it's it's an inconvenience all nonetheless. Also, uh, people are I th- I'm not sure about this, but I feel like people are overhyping its uh, its ability to transmit between one person to another because like because you didn't catch it. I didn't know I got tested after you and I did not have it and like it had not been in my system. And we've been riding in the car together with no masks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I was man. like, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, thanks to everybody who's been listening thus far of this entire series or mini series, you should call it. Uh, or just thanks to all the listeners in general. You know, you know where to find us on all the social medias. Yeah, buy the merch from Lavish Media Designs. Stay safe out there. Uh, I hope I hope something positive came out of something through all of this. A year later, maybe you figured out how to leave your terrible job or something. Maybe you picked up a hobby. Maybe you learned how to make bread. Maybe you learned how to make bread for real and not the weird ghetto way that the yeah. internet showed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a wild ride. I can't believe it's been over a year since we started podcasting. I think that we've been podcasting for a year and a half. Yeah. Technically, because we <laughs> we did the demo work hey. and then the show. And hey. now we're like at the end of March. Getting there. You know, actually, I sub- I put out after the most recent episodes and a new episode of the K cut that's dropping Tuesday. Well, you'll, and it will have dropped before this. Yeah. Which if you don't know already, I have another podcast called the K cut. It's a phone podcast. Go check it out. I'll be at including this one. It'll be 92 podcast episodes that I've edited and released. Nice. 92. That's a lot. That's a lot of hours for people to just listen. And our Previous episodes were longer mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. We, no, they were long at the beginning of the year. Then they got longer during the next quarter. <laughs> and then they shortened. And now we're just trying to... This one's longer because it's, you know, you know the celebration of the year mark. I think um, it's always going to change. I think every every like season or every year we're probably going to be like, you know what, let's shift it up a little bit. I think it'll, uh, it'll solidify once we transform into the like interview format that I want yeah. to go in. Then we can have kind of a regular format. But it's been, a, it's been good practice. Oh, that's the show today, everybody. And as I always say, collaboration breeds community. Stay hustling and stay hydrated. Peace. Peace.